This podcast is presented by Rabbi Peretz Muchkin, speaking to the millennial generation. Hello, welcome back to the Rabbi Peretz podcast. Super pumped to be here with you. After a few months off where I was spending a lot of time dedicating myself to writing and putting together the outline of a book that will hopefully come out next year, I decided that it's time to podcast again because guess what? It's a new year. Today is actually the beginning of a new month. So with January 2022 here and Shvat, which is the new month that we're beginning tonight with no moon in the sky, always letting us know that there's newness and freshness to be had. So when they come together, a new year and a new month, the concept of new comes to my mind. And I'm like, now we're ready to renew the podcast because really this podcast is about what is inspiring me and sharing that inspiration with you. I try to keep it super real and authentic and keep it at the type of flow that represents what I'm actually going through day to day. Instead of trying to just bring a teaching, just bring something that I'm inspired by. Hence the Rabbi Parrots podcast, because the theme is just what I'm inspired by that I could share with you or people that I'm inspired by and share the interviews that we have together. So going into that, it's not just research and putting something out there. It's really about like being authentic to like what's inspiring me. So when it comes to 2022 and the New Year's, you know, New Year's is not perhaps the Jewish New Year's, but anytime you say the word new, especially when it comes to something in time, it really brings me to uh, the most important, I think, Hasidic idea about time, which is that the reason why there is time is so that each moment can be a new opportunity to begin something. Like if time was just an arbitrary way to count elapsed moments, they wouldn't have an inherent power to begin anything. You'd be right to say, I'll start my diet tomorrow, or I'll start something new next Next week, But when it comes to the concept of new and time, it means that right now in the moment, if you feel inspired, you can begin something and it's as good a time as ever. So after 2020 and 2021, which I think even if you had good years overall, it was tough energy out there. 2022 has an opportunity to not be this way the whole way through. It has an opportunity to get past. But even with, you know, the unknown staring at us. Still, for a third year straight, you could see that there is a higher narrative that could play out as well. See, for me, everything in time when it comes to newness begins with the concept of Rosh Chodesh. Each month, we have a day that begins the month. And when you begin a month, you have the opportunity to meditate on what the month is. It begins with no moon in the sky. It begins with nothing. So instead of nothing or challenges being things that give you anxiety, just flipping the script and using it, a new moment is happening. A new day is today. It gives you an opportunity to, instead of being anxious, to be inspired by the opportunities that could come your way. In history, today is a very interesting day in the Jewish calendar. Thousands of years ago, at a very important time in Jewish history, the Jewish people had just finished their 40 years in the desert, and it was the last full month of Moses' life. He passed away the seventh day of the month of Adar, so that's in a month plus the seven days. And so this month of Shvat was his last full month physically with us, and in those 
40 years he had spent teaching the people. We call Moshe, his full name to the Jewish people is Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe our teacher. He spent those 40 years teaching and bringing wisdom to us and teaching us how to be listeners and teachers, students and givers. So what an incredible 40 years. So what does he do with his last month? Well, beginning today, which is the 11th month on the Jewish calendar starting from when we left Egypt. In month 11 on day one, which is today, the first of Shvat, Moses began writing the Torah. This Torah scroll that we have today in synagogues are all copied from the original Torah scroll that Moses wrote starting today. This is what he spent his last month doing. He spent his last time writing the scroll from which all the tribes would copy from that letter to letter Just in general, that's always a source of inspiration for me because I think about how many Jewish communities were not in touch with one another. For hundreds and hundreds of years, there were Jewish communities that never had any connection. They never met anyone from those other communities. Think about it. Jews in Yemen, you know, Jews in in, uh, Brazil, Jews in Spain, Jews in Morocco, without communication and without connection, what really kept them together was their Torah. But what's fascinating is you would expect somewhere there to be Torahs with different words in it or slightly different adaptations. And yet, fascinating, every single one is exactly the same because the tradition of writing the Torahs all the way from Moses is something going on since this day all those years ago. To me, that like doesn't add up. It should be a form of like broken translation and broken telephone where some changes should have happened. Indeed, for the academics and for the historians, it is quite perplexing to see the Torah as from one person written at one time that everybody copied. But the hardest thing to overcome is the fact that it's still that way and everything is still written exactly that way. For me, this has some personal uh, effect as well because I am turning 40 And this is my last month of being 39. And 40 is a pretty big number in Jewish tradition. 40 is mikvah related. Maybe I should break down some more things about 40. But 40, as it relates to this conversation, is the 40 years in the desert. There's like 40 years in the wilderness before they can enter the land. There's the idea of entering the holy land, representing the idea of entering an elevated consciousness. The idea of being 40 years in the desert is being form of wandering. And although in wandering, you discover much about who you are and your, and your ability to persevere, Nevertheless, it doesn't really mature and turn into a higher way of seeing the world, a higher reality, until you enter a new space and represented by 40. Uh, When I first moved to San Francisco, I thought about perhaps being a writer and writing a book, but I had this nagging suspicion that the right time was not now in my 20s, but Maybe when I turned 40 and I'd have some experience and something to offer, that would bring, I would feel confident and inspired to write then. And wouldn't you know it, turning 40, that's what called to me this year, was spending time writing. There's this idea that my first 40 years were like wilderness and discovery and looking for a higher reality. And now feeling like I have so much more to go, but also at this point, I have so much more to offer other people. There's this old Hasidic story of somebody who's lost in the forest and he meets somebody else and he says, perhaps you know the way out of the forest. And the other person says, I don't know, but if we go together, then you'll say I already went there, it wasn't the right way, and I'll say I already went there and it wasn't the right way, and together we'll find the new course. That's sort of how I feel where we're at going post the pandemic is 
We all know a lot that doesn't work for us or a lot of situations that brings us anxiety or a lot of challenges that we face. But together, by connecting and by sharing and by opening up our worlds, we can each give to another person like uh, an idea, a form of inspiration of how to reach a different level. It's unbelievable that every day in Jewish prayer, we read about angels, not because angels are real or unreal or, or, or manifest in our world or they don't manifest. It's because the currency of angels is inspiration. They inspire one another. In other words, every day we're supposed to look to other people and or other things happening in our world and find inspiration. So I think after 40 years of being in the desert and being that it's today and this is my last month because I'm born in the month of Adar. Actually, it's a leap year, so it's kind of be one more month after that. But close enough where most years, this is the last year month before my birthday. So I can take inspiration from Moses of after 40 years of wandering, what's the last thing he does is he writes the Torah. He gives us a template by which for the next few thousand years, even if we're wandering and we're all over the place, we have something that was extracted from a 40-year wandering. We have something incredible that came out of that wandering, which is a concrete way to encapsulate what it means to be human and what it means to relate to the divine and what it means to live with a higher reality. That is what the Torah is. The Torah ultimately is an instruction manual of how to be larger than your animal self and reach to this human divine self that has so much to give to the world. So this is the inspiration I take from today in the calendar. And since it's also connected to New Year's, because New Year's were only January 3rd today, that gives us an opportunity to realize that the New Year isn't just a turn of the calendar or an arbitrary concept. It's a time to reflect on the last couple of years and realize that we don't need to to start something new today. Newness means the new opportunity to take your life and do what you're already doing, but with inspiration and do it with an incredible zest. One of the uh, uh, things I took upon myself this year was studying the Torah that the Rebbe said in 1982, 40 years ago. I figure since the year I was born, the Rebbe shared a lot of wisdom uh, in New York and in gatherings, and it's all written down. Now, 40 years later, perhaps it takes 40 years to appreciate the great wisdom. And one of the messages that the Rebbe's been sharing constantly in this wisdom of 40 years ago was the idea of writing a Torah scroll, that each person has to write a Torah scroll, connecting it to this idea we're talking about. Of Moses wrote the first Torah scroll today, historically. And I couldn't understand, what does it mean? Why does he keep telling everybody that it's our job to write a Torah scroll, our job? It's our job to encapsulate this message of what a Torah scroll is. A Torah scroll is giving a call to a human being not to change and not be human, to not be an animal. It's to elevate the experience from one of just living your life to one where each and everything you do within living your life is a form of inspired living. So it inspires yourself to live with great vitality and inspires other to go after their life. Each person has something that comes easy for them that is hard for other people to do. But the only way to learn from others is to be inspired by them. So the things that come naturally to you, do them better. Do them more inspired. This year, take the actual parts of your life that work for you, the exercises that work, the eating habits that work, the clothing you like. Take what works for you and do it in an inspired fashion. 
people can learn from you from just what you think is mundane and you're after these great dreams. I want to do this outlandish thing. You'll, you will get there. Those opportunities will come. But while you're building yourself towards that, the new year and this specific month is to take stock of your own life, of your wandering up until now, so to say, and to create an inspired way to live. That's what New Year's is all about. That's what the new month of Shabbat is all about. In this month is going to be the beginning of the new agricultural cycle in the ancient lands. The first things that would bud that were sprouted from the that sprouted from the year before began in the month of Shabbat. That means that what we've been through, if we take on this idea of inspired growth, even in our regular mundane action of just living our life and doing the things we're good at, but doing them in an inspired form, you will inspire others. And most importantly, you'll feel the vitality running through your life. And then you're assured that all your hopes and dreams that have perhaps been on hold or have not been in your grasp and maybe just slightly out of reach, like for myself, like writing that book, well, it's right here. It's ready to go. So thank you for tuning in. I look forward to being back with you on a weekly basis here at the Rabbi Paris podcast. Reach out to me at word at rabbiparrots.com or on Instagram at at rabbiparrots. And I look forward to an inspired year ahead.